Always hear others out and remain open-minded. The day you think you know everything is the day you have the most to learn. AJ Darkholm. Welcome to the Simply Retirement Podcast with your host, Eric Blake. This show offers valuable insights and advice on retirement planning, specifically tailored for women. Join us as we explore various challenges that arise during retirement planning and discuss practical ways to overcome them. With years of experience in retirement planning as a financial professional, Eric brings a wealth of knowledge to the table. He is joined by guests who will also offer unique perspectives and insights. Together, they provide practical tips and strategies to help you delegate some of the heavy lifting and make the most of your retirement. Whether you are a widow, divorced, or simply ready to take control of your financial future, this podcast is designed to help you navigate the complexities of retirement planning and make the most of this exciting phase of life. We take a step-by-step approach to help you understand what's next and guide you through the retirement planning journey. So sit back, relax, and let us help you build your retirement on your terms with another episode of the Simply Retirement Podcast with Eric Blake. Welcome to another episode of the Simply Retirement Podcast, where our focus is supporting women throughout the retirement journey. I am your host, Eric Blake, certified financial planner and founder of Blake Wealth Management. And today I'm joined by a very special guest. She is the co-founder of Aunt Ida's House. I'm taking this right from their website. I'll let her explain it more in just a bit. But Aunt Ida's House helps seniors eliminate the stress of selling a home. Joining me today is Jules Hicks. Jules, welcome to the Simply Retirement Podcast. Hey, thanks so much. Just real glad to be here. Excellent. Glad to have you here as well. So let's start there, if you don't mind. Tell me, how does Aunt Ida's House help seniors eliminate the stress of selling a home? We help seniors and their families during that transition from their home into a community, whether it's assisted living, memory care, skilled nursing, a lot of times those families are in crisis mode. They need to move very quickly. They don't have the time or the capacity to get a house ready to put on the market, what a traditional house selling experience. So what Anita's house does is we come in We evaluate the house. We pull together offers for them. We give them three different offers and three different scenarios. And then we work with them on getting to the closing table. If we buy it for cash, they can close. We can close within a couple of weeks. They can unlock that money and that equity out of the home and use it for care. So that's our main bread and butter, but that's, that's really where we help those families and that are in need and are in crisis mode and need to move very quickly. Very good. So I know I want to get into some of the specifics about how you go about doing that, some of the more details to help out our listeners, but I, I have heard your origin story and how you got into this business, but I would love for you to share that with the audience. I think it's a very, uh, it's a great, it's a great story. Absolutely. So my mom and I have wanted to get into business together for years, and we weren't quite sure what that looked like. We wanted to go into real estate, but we didn't quite know where that would take us. And if you've looked into real estate, there's you know hundreds of different avenues to get in. And she saw a 
speaker at one of the real estate conferences talking about residential assisted living. So how do you build a residential assisted living home to support seniors who can no longer live at home? And we said, oh, this is great. She actually wanted to build a place for her and my stepdad to, to be. And she's like, I want to build it and make it out more in the a little further out in the country. I don't want to be in town. I, I want to have longhorns out in the pasture and be really nice, beautiful homes just out in the country. So that's where we started and we got all the way to there. During the research on that, we found that we were going to have to help families with their house and the stuff in the house. And we didn't know how we were going to do that. But we said, we'll put a pin in it. We'll get to this. And then we kept going on further down the path, building our business plan, pulling together financials. And um, we saw a webinar about how a company can be made to support that where we put a pin in it, where you can help the families by buying the houses and helping them with their stuff so they can move into communities quicker. And uh, we saw it, said, great, let's, let's go watch it. And then I said, oh, no, mom, this is it. This is where we need to go. We decided to pause our work on building a community because we don't have a care background. And as you know, in the senior living industry, you need to really do the care part extremely well. You're holding these people's lives in their hand, in your hands, and you need to take care of them. And as the, we're, she's a business owner. I've been in marketing and operations for years in telecommunications. We don't have a care background. So we said, okay, we're going to pause because we want to make sure that part is done really, really well. And we found this business model for Aunt Ida's house and learned how to talk with the families, how to build up our connections with folks like you and be a resource for families. And when we saw that, we went through the training, we decided to, like I said, pause all forward motion on the community and then keep go full bore with Aunt Ida's house and build up this, build this business to support our efforts to one, go into business together and to be part of senior living and three in, in real estate. So it hit all of our boxes and it was really important to us to make sure that we do this right. And we're a resource for families because outside of my mom wanting to build a community where she was going, she was at the time going through the process of being a power of attorney for her parents. And both of us were involved in that, as well as the rest of our family. And that's hard. You don't have, you don't know until you're in it. And we said, we want to be a better resource. We want to directly, positively impact those families in that transition period, because it's really hard to move out of that house and into a community. And so that's where we started to really like build our, our business and our why behind that is we want to make it better for families in that transition. Cause we know we've been there. It's hard. 
So one of the questions I get a lot with my wife being very involved in our business is what is it like to work with your wife? So I'm going to ask the question in a, uh, a similar question to you. What is it like being in business with your mother? It is great fun. And we have to be careful not to just carry on conversation about not business or about something else. And I'm like, oh, nope, we have an agenda. We have things we have to do. And she and I can talk on the phone and say, oh, I need to go. And, you know, 10 minutes later, oh, I need to go. Oh, all right. All right. Keep talking. Oh, I no, I really have to go. It's wonderful. You have you have to set up some guardrails to make sure that you're not stepping on somebody else's toes. A lot of it's discovery and making sure that what I say from, because a lot of my background is corporate and I, that's where I come from. That's what I sound like from a, when I'm talking business, it's very corporate minded. And she has been an entrepreneur and a, a, a business owner for 20 years on her own. So we had to both make sure that we're not stepping on each other's toes. And early on, we figured that out. The agenda and sticking to our conversation. I mean, that's just like, we have to think about that every day. <laughs> right. That's, that's hard to, to keep on track, but we enjoy working together. Excellent. So one of the things that I talk about a lot, you know, when we talk about supporting women throughout the retirement journey, one of the things that I see a lot or that we try to be a resource for is you know, we think about women who are, especially if they're early in the retirement years, maybe they're in their 60s, more than likely than not, their parents are going to be maybe in their 80s, or later 80s, early 80s. And often the women will have some level of responsibility and they may be the only, take be the, the sole source of supporting their parents. Where do you normally, who normally reaches out to you? Who gets in contact with you first when a situation like this arises where somebody needs to sell a house? Where do you get to, where does that connection get made normally? Right. It's about 50-50. We have some seniors that are on it. They're, they're on their own journey and either they don't have any family, they are estranged for, from their family, or they don't want to bother their children. But we do always ask the question, is there anybody else that needs to help with this decision as we move forward? Because we don't want to get further down the line and, and a family member come in and, and create some havoc and confuse the situation. Our goal is to make it less stressful for a senior moving out of their home. It, it is sometimes difficult trying to find the decision maker, but we do ask the question and most of the time we get the decision maker right then, but it, it, it's about 50, 50. We have some families that are proactive and doing the research for themselves, or we have daughters mostly their sons too, but a lot of them are the responsible child, the adult responsible child in, in charge of helping their parents. So when most people think about selling a home, the first thought is, okay, well, I've got to reach out to a real estate agent. Yes. Can you walk through the differences? What, how does this approach differ from the traditional methods of selling a house, contacting real estate agent, putting out the signs, all that kind of good stuff. How does it differ for what you do? So it's uh, a great question. We buy the house ourselves. 
a realtor is helping you find a buyer, I, Ann Ida's house, buys the house and we can move quickly. I don't need, I don't need additional inspections of the house. We come in, we take pictures, we look at the plumbing, we look at the electrical, we look at the roof, we look at all the major things of the house and we have contractors who can help us get the house ready for the next family. And they work with folks like us. They work with real estate professionals like us. And we're real estate investors if you get down to the brass tacks of it. And those contractors like working with us because we continually bring them new business. So they give us a, a better discount. So we can get the house ready for the market much quicker than a per, like just regular old person coming in to get the house ready. So when we're buying the house, we get really good, we get better discounts than your typical residential client on getting the house ready. And we're the ones taking the risk of the house. You don't know what's behind drywall. You don't know what's underneath that foundation. You don't know if you find mold. Now, if you have a, a house inspection, some of those house inspections won't pass and you can't get a traditional loan. Again, us as Aunt Ida's house, we're buying the house for cash. We don't need a loan. We don't have to go through that inspection process, which you know can take about 30 days. And we're not going to come back and say, well, we need you to concede some money back to us because this, 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 and this. We okay. do it. We do it one time. We say, here's, here's what the house looks like. Here, line by line, is how we will prepare the house for the next family. And here are the different offers. And we walk them through everything. But we also give them... Like a realtor, we give them a comparative market analysis so they know what are the other houses selling for near me and what do they look like? Have they been fully redone? And are they do those houses that have been fully redone, are they putting in granite countertops or are they putting in the the wood look? I, forget, um, I forgot what the term was. Are they putting in a, a different level of countertops? And it, it, it just depends on, on the market. So it's kind of a long, long drawn out. We buy for cash. We buy very quickly. You don't have to have multiple people traipsing through your house. And we can close without further inspections. So what do those steps look like? So let's somebody calls you up and says, hey, we really need your help. We need to get this done in a reasonably quick amount of time. We're moving into a senior living facility or whatever the case might be. We're going through an estate settlement process. They make the call to you. They say, yes, this is the direction we want to go. What are maybe the three to five key steps? And in general, maybe the time frame for those steps. Great. We will come out to the house and go through. We do a walkthrough. I call it a house tour. So we're doing a house tour and we're taking pictures of the ceilings, the floors, the plumbing, the interior, all the interior, all the exterior. We have a uh, software that we use to help us 
calculate how much it is involved if the water heater needs to be replaced this is how much it will cost does the hvac need to be replaced how big of a house is it is it two story is it single story so we have house visit that covers all that while we are there which takes about an hour to two hours it also depends upon the questions that we get from the family on how long we're there but estimate about two hours that we're there to allow for conversation. We walk the family through the offer. We, we walk them through the market analysis. We walk them through the offer. We walk them through if they want to know. Sometimes they want to know, sometimes they don't, of all the things that we would do to get it ready. So potentially they could have an offer within a couple hours? Yes. House? Okay. Yes, absolutely. And that's about one or two things that happen while we're there at the house visit. Wow, okay. If they are ready to go, we have the contract there. They can sign it and then we send it off to title. So it goes through the same process. The title agency does all the research. Then we get into more of a, what people are used to. Title does all the research, make sure there's no liens against the house. There's no additional things that maybe either they don't know about, maybe they're unaware or it, you never know. There's some crazy things that have popped up. Once it gets through title and title says, okay, we can move forward, then we close. And the close is the same close as the processes with a realtor. You're closing, you sign all of those papers and you get to the closing and you hand the keys over. The difference is, is we're hand, you're handing it to us and we go in and we start the process of getting the house ready immediately to clean out, go through re, uh, rehab and getting it ready for the market, which will take us about three months, three to four months to, to rehab the house. But once that family, once we've closed with that family, they are done. They can carry on and take care of their loved one. So what is They're the quickest you've been able to do that? From yes, we want to move forward. Yes, we want you to come out and take a look at our house to inspection, to offer, to closing. What's What do you think is the quickest that you've completed that process? Three weeks. Okay. Yeah. Tip, it's usually about 30 days, 30 to 45 days. Okay. But we've done one that's been fairly quick. Everybody was ready to go. Everything was signed right then. But on average, it's about a month from, hey, we're ready to, hey, yes, we like the offer to, hey, let's close and be done with it. So just from a seller's perspective, what factors usually play a role in determining the cash offer that they're going to receive? You know, so are there any specific aspects that you're looking at that say, hey, this, we would be able to offer you 350, but under the circumstances, we've got to offer you 300, you know, those types of things that, that may come up as a surprise when people are looking at trying to go through this process. Yes. So we live in Dallas, Fort Worth. Foundations are always, <laughs> yeah, foundations are a thing and we don't have basements here. We have this lovely dirt that's a lot of clay. It doesn't, it moves constantly. There are foundation issues all the time. And some, sometimes people don't know how much of an issue foundation is. So we just know that 
we plan on most all of the houses that we visit will have some sort of foundation repair. And most people don't know that when you change the foundation, when you get it back where it needs to go, the plumbing that's included in that foundation also needs to be fixed. So foundation and plumbing are usually bigger surprises. I think our foundation has shifted since we've had this conversation, as a matter of fact. I know. It's the, the temperature will make it do that for sure. <laughs> it's only uh, going to be 110 today. So yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's great. It's great. The other big one is the mechanicals. Do they need to replace the breaker box? Is it aluminum wiring? Because uh, again, we're working with families who have stayed in this home for 20, 30, 50 years. And all of these, you know, families haven't gone through those continual updates. You know, rightly so. I haven't updated my house. I did a little bit. I got a new floor and a new HVAC. But to redo wiring, that's not something people are like, oh, I got to get redo wiring. But on the older homes, you have to make sure that it that you've got mechanicals because now there's new code that says you can't sell it until you've brought the house up to meet new city code. So mechanicals are often like, oh, we have to replace the breaker box? Yes, that tends to come into play. And then windows. A lot of these older homes, nobody replaced the windows. I too am guilty of that. I have an older house and all of the windows except one needs to be replaced and it ain't cheap. So the, those are usually the ones that, that catch people off guard. Yeah, they can, very helpful. Yeah, they can see the roof. They know if there's a leak, they can visibly see roof. They know if their HVAC isn't working because it doesn't cool the house or it doesn't heat the house. But it's those ones behind the scenes the foundation and the mechanicals that will catch you off guard. You're like, Oh, we didn't know. Well, as we you get prepared to wrap up a little bit, I, this is the question that I told you I wasn't going to share in advance, if that's okay with you. So you ready? Yes. So would you mind sharing just a real life example, no names, but a scenario where you truly felt like you made a difference in the live or lives of a family that you've been able to help? Yes. They were one of my earlier families that, that we were able to help. They lived out of state and then they had, the, there's two adult children. One is in Missouri and the other one is in Houston. And the one that is in Missouri is the one responsible for coming back and getting the house ready. The, they had a couple different things happen with mom was now in her care community and then dad had passed away around the same time that that happened so that's really hard on the family and they don't want to deal with the house at that time and, and i get it but they had to keep coming back every couple weekends to filter through the house what are we going to do with it we need to keep it up we the yard needs to be mowed electrician or the electrical needs to stay on they had to keep coming back. They were tired. They were done. They didn't get a chance to, until you get past that, it's hard to fully mourn the whole situation, to fully go through that grieving process. If you're still having to do this thing and that thing and this thing and get the house ready, 
you can't fully grieve the loss of your parents. And we were able to help them. You could tell they were done. And once we, it, you could just tell. He said, I, I am so glad that, that we've been, we found you guys, that we were recommended to, to work with you because we don't have to think about it anymore. Now, when they come back in town, they don't have to come to this house. They get to go see their mother, grandmother, whoever. There's mother, grandmother, and great-grandmother because there's grandchildren that live in around here. So instead of having to go look at a house and take care of something that nobody can do anything with, they now get to they get to take care of their, the matriarch of their family. And that brings peace of mind. That was one of my favorite favorite families that we've helped because they were done. That's one of my words of it's done. So we were able to help them in that scenario. Awesome. It's an amazing story. So Jules, I really appreciate you joining. How can our audience connect with you or learn more about you and the services that you offer through Aunt Ida's house? Great question. We are on the web as most businesses are. We are at auntidashouse.com. We also have a Facebook, an Instagram, and a LinkedIn account. People can find us on there. It's all of our handles are Aunt Ida's House. And uh, I'll send you the link so you can drop it into the Perfect. notes. So people can Excellent. Yep. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Jules. Please reach out to Jules Hicks and Aunt Ida's House if you have any questions or would like more information about how she can help you and your family. If you'd like to learn more about our firm at Blake Wealth Management, you can visit our website at blakewealthmanagement.com. There you can learn more about our team, download and review our many free resources, sign up for our newsletter. And only if you feel like you're ready, click that start here button to learn more about our process. That's the Simply Retirement Process designed to help you make an educated and informed decision about whether we are the right firm to help you navigate your retirement journey. And of course, please like, follow, and share the Simply Retirement podcast. And remember, retirement is not the end of the road. It is the start of a new journey. That's it for today's episode of the Simply Retirement podcast. We hope you found our insights and advice helpful in planning for a fulfilling retirement. Don't forget to take action on what you've learned today. Visit our website at blakewealthmanagement.com to learn more about our firm and review our Simply Retirement Roadmap process to get you on the right path to the retirement you deserve. And don't forget to click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available. Thank you for joining us on this journey, and we look forward to helping you achieve your retirement goals. Remember, retirement is not the end of the road. It is the start of a new journey. So embrace it and make the most of it. Until next time, take care. Content here is for illustrative purposes and general information only. It is not legal, tax, or individualized financial advice, nor is it a recommendation to buy, sell, or hold any specific security or engage in any specific trading strategy. Results will vary. Past performance is no indication of future results or success. Market conditions change continuously. This commentary reflects the personal opinions, viewpoints, and analyses of Blake Wealth Management. It does not necessarily represent those of RFG Advisory, private client services, their clients, or their employees. This commentary should not be regarded as a description of advisory services provided by Blake Wealth Management or RFG Advisory or performance returns of any client.
The views reflected in the commentary are subject to change at any time without notice. Securities offered by registered representatives of private client services. Member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered by investment advisory representatives of RFG Advisory, a registered investment advisor. Private client services, Blake Wealth Management, and RFG Advisory are unaffiliated entities. Advisory services are only offered to clients or prospective clients where RFG Advisory and its representatives are properly licensed or exempt from licensure. No advisory services may be rendered by RFG Advisory unless a client agreement is in place.